Okay, here we go with the intro. Okay. Hey, what's up? This is Ranting with Randy. I'm Randy, and this is a podcast about anything and everything that could drive a sane person stark raving mad. I don't have a coronavirus-specific intro yet, as you can see. Oh, okay. <laughs> go ahead. What's up? That, oh, is that it? Just six more months of this bullshit, and then it, that's it. Yeah, I don't have one. I'm glad it's you think great. it's six more. I'm glad you think it's six more months is your uh, prediction. I don't know. I'm just saying, like you know, based on what I hear. I would actually really. What are you? I don't know. What are you hearing? Tell me, because I'll take six fucking months, because that's not what I'm hearing. No, I mean I'm I'm hearing twelve to eighteen months for a vaccine, but like also hearing like the darkest winter of all time. Oh. And- <laughs> So I really don't know. Maybe I guess what I mean is like <laughs> fucking two years. Yeah. You know, kind of like kind of like fifteen cases to zero. <laughs> but like, there are parts of this that I don't hate. Like. Like not having to see people that I don't care for. Fair. Right. You are more. We talked about this. You are more of the introverted extrovert. Is that how you? What, what did you say? Yeah, and they're like, I mean, I think the the term that they've come up for is, and I think it's stupid, like, can we stop with new terms? But they think they call it an ambivert. Oh, get means, the fuck out of here. There's really a word? Someone made that up. But, like, I am a very social person who needs to recharge by myself. And I can keep, I'm also an only child, so I can keep myself busy for fucking days before I realize I haven't seen anyone. Lincoln is also someone who is completely content. Like, yep. being at home... Having is gonna. I mean, there's obviously things about this that are not great, but I I definitely understand your point. I think I am the complete antithesis of an ambivert. Yeah, but I mean, I'm also like I do see people. Like I'm not I'm not locked in my house. I have distance walks with my same friend every Saturday. I went. I dropped some tie dye off at my friend's house this week, and she made me a salad, and we took a distance walk with our masks up the hill you are so much more you are absolutely way braver than me you are way braver than me i'm already having a panic attack about possibly going to the farmer's market tomorrow you're gonna have a meltdown i'm nervous for you but i think you need to do it i want i'm vomit i literally want to vomit right now what are you so scared of I think I'm scared of getting the virus. I think I'm scared of because okay. I'm alone. I think, honestly, to be completely 1,000% honest, I'm okay. by myself. Yeah. I have a dog. I have yeah. no health insurance. I have no job. I have, I mean, I am literally living off. There is no pot of gold. At the, there is no sugar daddy. There is no sugar mommy. There is no pot of gold at the end of any rainbow. Right. There is literally what my emergency, because my grandfather was like, put this money away and you save it and you don't touch it with the German Holocaust survivor mentality, I was able to put away through the years that I did work and the jobs that I've had, like, this is it. This is like the emergency money that I never thought in a million years I would ever, ever have to use. So it's not like, plus, people here are fucking, I almost used the word and I'd never, ever use the R word ever because I, 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 I people here are fucking ridiculously stupid and selfish and it's really that's what pisses me off i'm okay like i would be okay and this is why i think i didn't like my intention was not to upset anybody that chooses like at this point mm, to go out with a mask now that they've said that the shit hangs in the air for 14 minutes i think now to go out anywhere without a mask is a little bit 
playing Russian roulette with the virusy just because you don't know who was there 14, 18, 2, 6, one minute before you were there. And especially here. And it, it's different by you, and I understand that. And it's even more different if you're out in the country. And there might be, you, you may have the opportunity to have less distance. Here, I can walk a block and not know who made a turn around a corner five minutes before I was there and not see anybody. And there could have been five people standing there five minutes ago. And I could walk through there. And now they call it like the germ cloud, which is so disgusting. And let, who said that? Well, I they, admit that. They call, somebody, somebody that I watched, one of these epidemiologists, and it was a guy, he had horrible hair. And he was out in <laughs> California, but he had a British accent. And he talked about the germ cloud. He's like, that's what's left. Because now that these droplets, if they, that first it was like, stand six feet away if you can't wear a mask. Then it was like, they hang out for like eight minutes. Then it was like, you don't have to worry. They're heavier. They fall down. Then you have to, now it's 14 minutes. That, so now, fuck it. Once it's over eight minutes, I'm like, okay, now every time I go out, I wear a mask. Because I was just like that. When I was walking Kircher at 530 in the morning and there was nobody between me and the park, I had my mask around my neck. But now all I look out my window and it's every one of these motherfuckers, these young guys, no masks, smoking yeah. mad blunts, breathing all over the place. This one chick I took a dancing by her car, like thinking like, r- really? I really wanted to be like, I'm glad you're having, you think you look like all that with your little fucking neon green fucking half shirt and your running tights on with your boys with the doors open, posting up on the corner during a fucking global pandemic, passing, passing a blunt around. Like, really? Like, this is the idiocy that, that is going to continue to set us back. And I know if there's a vaccine, you don't have to worry. Nobody worry. I mean, it's going to be, I mean, is it ever going to be like the flu? They don't know. Like, I think for me, the scariest part is everything changes like every day it's something else and i watch cuomo and then i shut off the news i i have not been on twitter as much i try not to take those dives down those rabbit holes but how could you how could you not i mean you you need to stay somewhat informed and i try to stay informed by doctors i follow a shitload of doctors on twitter that are all like epidemiologists or like serologists or immunologists or like that come from like Dr. Simi Yasmin, if she follows them, I'm thinking, okay, she's pretty smart and she runs this whole place out in Stanford and, you know, she's won a bazillion awards, writes books and, you know, follow people she follows. Get your information where the smart people get their information. Right. And so I'm worried that I walk to the farmer's market. It's not essential for me to go. Here's the mind fuck. I go out in the morning. I do my run, my walk. I stay out for an hour, a little more maybe if there's no fewer stupid people around the stress level is so high for me for confronting someone that might walk past me without a mask or a mask on their neck or like smoking or you know taking their mask on and off to drink their coffee in their travel mug like drink your fucking coffee at home I mean you could tell me if I'm over I am completely open and Steve-ish talked to me about it and Michelle Moose's mom they're out her and Fran her husband are out way more than me. They go to the farmer's market Saturday and Sunday. They're in the park with me every morning. But I just kind of feel like, why fucking risk it? Like, is it a, should I be out more going to the farmer's market and, like, spending more time outside? Of course I should be. It's better to be outside. It's better to see other human beings. Do I need to be outside to potentially put myself at risk? I don't really need anything from the farmer's market. I don't have any money to buy anything at the fucking farmer's market. 
I want to support everybody at the farmer's market. I would love to say hi to all the peeps that are there that I haven't seen since I was there every Saturday on the hustle bench. Like, we built, like, a little community. Like, they, they were okay with me sitting there. They could have kicked my ass out of there a long time ago. And, you know, it, it's, it's good to be around fucking human beings. But do I risk putting myself out there, like, for the one time maybe my mask falls off and it slips off my face and I have to put it back on and then I, you know walk into somebody's germ cloud and like breathe something in and I'm fucked I don't know tell me I've now talked for like 37 minutes and you haven't said a word well I mean convince me I don't want to convince you no you can no I don't want to because the thing is I listened to the pod with Steve-ish and and the dinner or the jogging one the jogging one well I listened to both the dinner one is a little much for me. I'm not sure. I'm. I'm not sure. I'm in the in a place yet where I want someone in my house or in my car. I'm absolutely fine with somebody in my backyard. That doesn't bother me if we're wearing masks and we're not on top of each other. I don't. That doesn't bother me. Can I say one thing? You also yeah. know these people. They're friends of yours. They're socially on the same 100%. wavelength as you. I don't know any of these motherfuckers that I'm walking past no. on the street. I'm comparing it to Steve Ish's oh, dinner. Oh, okay, sorry, go on. He obviously knows that, I'm hoping he knows that person that <laughs> you invite to dinner. So I'm not I'm not ready to have my friends in my house yet, necessarily, but I'm okay to have them in the backyard where we sit on our chairs 20 feet away from each other and do tie-dye and chit-chat through a mask. I'm, I'm okay with that at this point. I, I, I am. My friends, people I know. That said, everybody... There's an extent where the the regulations and the guidance is very real, which is, and I can speak from an L.A. perspective, and I assume it's similar in New York, every time you go out, you have to wear a mask. You don't have to wear one when you're running or exercising by yourself. I don't wear one when I'm running because I don't want to drop dead. I do have a bandana around my neck, so if somebody, if I cannot get out of the way, I pull it up. But I haven't had to do that yet because I run out of the way. I'm also not a runner in general before all this who runs up on people. I do my very best to run a- around people. Because You're a I'm conscientious also, human being. No, no. I'm also a walker. And I've said this before. I walk the dog three times a day, and I want to punch any runner who runs up on us. I hate that shit. You don't run up on people. You don't Correct. run at people. You run around people. That's runner's etiquette 101, and I'm no real runner. I run, fuck it, if I'm, if I have a good month, I run 50 miles a month. I'm not a Dude, fucking you fucking hot. You, you haul. You haul. Don't, yeah, don't like, sell yourself short. Like, I'm not in, like, runner culture. Like, I, that's not my thing at all. You hear my dog dreaming? I thought someone was choking. No, he's dreaming. Oh, yeah, Kurt does that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hey, Frank, you're ruining the podcast. No, he's but. great. He's fine. Leave him right. alone. But um, I often get scared and wake Kurt up when he does that anyway because I don't know what's happening or if he's getting, like, beat up in his dream or not. I think he's having fun in his dream. Like, okay. I think he's running around, seeing his friends. Like, I think he's happy. But, um, but no, there are regulations that are real, and then there's everybody's kind of psychological safety boundary, which is... You are 30 feet away from me, but I still want you to wear a mask. Or you are running, and I don't like that you're not wearing a mask, but it's not required. Or, like, I think we all have to be comfortable with the fact that some of our own psychological, like, comforts with these regulations are not the actual regulation. And so my thing 
like what Stevish was saying is like, yeah, I'm with you. Like you wear a mask, you put it around your neck, you put it, you put it on because you want people to know, like, I got it. Like I got a mask, like I'll pull it up if I'm around you. But like, to me, screaming, like I, I, I don't know what screaming at someone is going to do regardless like I don't it know doesn't do anything for the person because they're not going to change what it does is for someone from a screamer what it does for me is make me feel like clearly go, Cuomo even got on fucking CNN and was like New Yorkers will handle other New Yorkers and it, it's not for me to tell anybody we'll just leave it up to them because I'll bet you any amount of money you walk down a New York City street and a New Yorker doesn't see you in a mask and they'll let you know exactly how they feel I mean I play that's and he said, as long as you stay within the bounds of decorum, my problem with that is everybody's ba- obviously everybody's bounds of decorum are fucking different because I can ask you nicely, like I did to all these people, please put on your mask. Like this woman this morning, she had one of those surgical masks like on her ears, but around she was running directly like right towards me. I, as she came closer, I was like, can you please put your mask on? Another one heard everything I said. And ran right by me. Gave zero fucks. Like, if you're going to run, like, this is, my point is, if you can avoid somebody like you do, or like... But are they, are they running within six feet of you or ten feet of you? She was not within, she was not within six feet of me. And the thing with runners is runners need to be a little bit further. To be honest, the six feet is, is no longer what they're saying is at all accurate. But are these people running within, like, 10 feet of you, or are they running within 20 feet of you? Or, like, because I'm not, I don't know that I would scream at somebody who's 20 feet away from me without a mask. She was not 20 feet away from me without a mask. She was literally, if she was anything, I would say, roughly, she could have been, meh. If she was six feet, she was six feet. Okay. If, if. I, I, it was me, and I can tell you why I wouldn't know, because as I saw her not making any effort to change her line of her run, I started to back up. And this well, is what pisses still. me off, is that I feel like I'm the only one moving. Like, I'm... You bring up a good point. You bring up the point of, like, uh, inferred effort, which is, like... Because sometimes I'm running, right? Like, it's... It's the same size sidewalk as any city. It's it's quieter than probably where I'm running than, like, a Manhattan street. But, like, I'm running on a sidewalk. Someone's walking at me. There's a car in the street. There's a tree trunk next to me. I can't move over. The other person would have to pop into someone's yard. But we both move to, inf- to allow the other person to infer, I'm trying as best I can to get away from you. I'm not running at you. And the walker being like, I see you. Like, I... But sometimes... What can you... I can't run into a, a fucking 40-foot circumference oak tree that's nice. Like, I agree I with you 100%. I can't do it. So, like, you know, I think more than anything, it's about the, do I think the other person gives a fuck? And there's a little bit more room when you're like, yeah, the other person tried. The other person gave a fuck. The other person made the motion of, like, pulling their mask up. The other person, like, turned their head away, even. like Fair. Like, that... There is no... There is none of that happening right. here that's the that's, that's what infuriates me is that nobody makes yeah. an effort and i feel like i'm being con- this was my problem like i feel like i'm being controlled i'm losing my time in the park because you choose to be an asshole i'm losing the ability to that. like run because you won't wear a mask so instead of me being out here having a fucking absolute 
breakdown that makes me look like the lunatic for screaming at you. I look like the crazy person and unhinged. You're actually the asshole because you're you're making you're making it so that I have to leave. That I'm the one that because you choose to think that you don't have to follow the same rules as everybody else, which is what Lincoln was talking about. Yeah. With the whole like the rules don't apply to me because yeah, we have that here, too. And I don't see it so much on the street just because people get around in their cars. But sometimes I, you know, basically want to self-harm and I go on next door and I read the fucking posts. And you see it there. People who are like so they're like anti-mask, don't wear a mask, it's stupid. And it's kind of like, what is it to you? So what is it to you to put a mask or bandana around your neck and fucking pull it up if somebody looks nervous? Like, I don't know. I also, I don't know what I think about the 14-minute droplet thing because to me then that's like, well, how far are we going to take this and how... And and I I hear you a thousand percent. I don't mean to be glib. I don't want to get it either. I don't want... I also live alone. I have a dog. I, I don't want to have to deal with that, but I do have health insurance I do have people who would take my dog. Like, there is... I I feel you, though. Like, there is a real fear. Like, what the fuck would I do if I got this? And people our age are having weird-ass symptoms. And, like, we're not immune from, like, the the horrible... And there's also no knowledge of, like... Someone messaged me today, like, hey, by the way, I got it. And now I know... And I also have the antibodies. Like, thinking that, okay, I'm good. The person is also, like, all over the city, all over the ferry, like, biking, going all out to, like, take out and doing, like, having ice pops in the park and all this kind of, which is fine. But I think the mentality is I had it, I have the antibody. You don't know if you're good. We, you don't don't even, we don't even know if the vaccine is good. We don't even know if the vaccine will take to everybody. They're saying we don't even have enough syringes to give the vaccine to everybody. You think that this administration is going to give the vaccine willy-nilly to everybody? I mean, this is going to be a shit, even more of a shit show and a clusterfuck. And now this other idiot came on today and was like, we're going to have a vaccine by in six months. That, that's going to come back to haunt that motherfucker, just like the 15 to zero came back to haunt the other dumber than a bag of dicks motherfucker in the plantation White House. But my point getting back to the whole circling back to the whole farmer's market thing is just why risk it? Like, I I know rationally in my rational brain, yeah, I could go out. I mean, clearly I'm not that petrified. I take my dog out and run three days a week. I'm out in the park seven days a week at 6 a.m. I'm not, like, frozen with fear. But I, I can honestly tell you that there is... I don't know if it's more of an apprehension or if it is like a stone cold fear at this point. Like, I'm not really sure because to be honest, I've never felt this way. I've never had to deal with anything like a lot of people like this. Yeah. I've, I've never like been so hesitant to like leave my house. Like it's fucking yeah. crazy. But I also know in the back of my head, I can go out if I have to. Yeah. But do I really have to go? And what am I proving by going that I can go out to the farmer's market and then I'm okay to like slowly reintegrate like, back into society. I mean, at some point, I'm going to... I'm either going to have to get a job or move. Like, I'm not... You know... I'll, well, like, it's I, not... It's not anything to prove... Like, I don't think you should do anything to prove anything I would to never do any, other well, people. It, but I think that, like... It's not about that. It's about, like, are you... How are you going to manage the stress of this for yourself? So, right. like, if you were going to go to the farmer's market... Are you going to be more stressed 
than any enjoyment that you would get out of it, any people that you would see out of it. I don't think I'm going to enjoy it. I don't think I'm going to enjoy it tomorrow. Then I don't know. But, I mean, I also think that there is, like, something that you you have to do to manage some of the stress because you are amped beyond. Like I could tell, like I could, you're not be. I don't think you're being an asshole when you're, when you screamed to that person in the park. I think you were like panicked beyond belief. That person? Like, no. I, like and it's coming out as like, fuck, because that's how you It's not, it's, like, it's not more panic. It's, it's more anger. It's not, I'm not, it's, I wouldn't say it's panic when I'm out in the park. It's more, I'm more angry. I'm more angry people because I just. <laughs> I, I know a lot of people that are risking their lives on the front lines. I know people that have died from it. I know people that, I mean, just like you, like, it's, it's like, I know people that are risking their lives every day to go to work and to take care of people and to make sure other people's lives are better. I know people that have kids that are two years old with asthma and underlying conditions who haven't left their apartment in over 60 days and, and who like walked three blocks with me, his crying into her mask. Like I, I think it's more, I know people with chronic illnesses and under, you know, other cancer survivors and other people that really do like suffer from OCD and real like panic attacks and anxiety issues. And I think it's for me, I'm not panic, panic, like stay the fuck away from me. I'm like, I'm more like angry, like put your fucking mask on. You're being an asshole. It's really just, it's anger. It's anger at the fact that you can't see farther than the nose on your fucking face like this triathlete guy who he seemed like a fuckback he's a dick but so is the guy that like had the mask on his neck that like flipped me off and went like fuck you to me so is the other you know the other white guy that like waved to me when he saw that I was videotaping him you know like but like then I put myself in that position and I'm like if I'm running with a bandana around my neck and I'm clearly at least like 10 to 15 feet away from someone and they're filming me running without but you ran past I'm, seven I flip them off too you I ran past seven you ran past seven fucking people it's not just me I'm the last person you run by when you leave the park from the steps at right. 106th street you already cut across the hill and ran by five other people and cut two other people off like it's really not it comes off like it comes off, but it's more like this is my problem with everything for me in my life. Like I always, for some reason, am like more concerned about everybody else. Like I'm the one. Like I always say this. Like I'm the one that stood over that guy who was bleeding from the back of his fucking head, laid out right. flat on his back, on 110th Street. Seven people walked past the the, the dude. I like, get it. No stopping. Like. Why did they not call? Like, I, listen, I would love to not give any fucks. I would love to be that person. But there's, like, but there is, like, not giving any fucks is, like, all the way over here. And giving all the fucks is, like, all the way over here. And there's, like, huge spaces in between for you to adjust <laughs> how many fucks you give depending on the situation that isn't zero or an infinite number. And I wonder, like, two things. Like, one, like, at what point does the anger in certain situations completely stop serving you or anyone around you and just rile you up? It's not not changing anything. And number two, where is the line between real anger and like a bit of a self-righteous bent that is like not, which is, which turns people the other way. Like that is, it becomes counterproductive I think sometimes and I don't think that that's really you I think it's more the first is like 
just trying to fucking fix it for everyone and trying to like make everyone do the right thing so we can all collectively get better but like it doesn't have to be zero or a thousand it could be like yeah I give some fucks but like I'm not gonna fucking let this ruin my week or like my morning like fuck that guy move on I know, but it's I, you. I, I I agree with you with that. I, I do agree with you, one hundred percent. That is a great analytical breakdown of my psychosis. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not calling you self-righteous and, either. I'm no, I no no no. I I appreciate it, and I I I hear you. I and when I I think it's accurate. It that way, I think that they Agreed. become almost like it becomes even harder for them to hear you because they're like, "Who the fuck are you to tell me?" Just but I would, I would actually really like to talk to. Like I say this after every, after I yell at every person, I really would like to talk to. I would like to know why. Like, why are you okay doing that? Like, why don't you put on a mask? Like, why don't you think that it re- applies to you? I want, I want to know. Like, because clearly there's something that they're thinking that that gives them the impression that everyone else out here with a mask on is like way over the top. Like, I just, I'm curious. Like, I just. What is it? Like, what is it that, why did you take your mask off and shove it in your backpack? And why were you comfortable with that strange dude that you clearly don't know completely walking up into your personal space and you did not even flinch? Like, how is that even possible right now? Like, how are you, what are you, what are you not processing? There are people who are so, who are the literal opposite of you, which is that in order for them to cope, like, they ignore it. They pretend that it's not happening because they can't process it and they can't take it in. And unfortunately, in this situation, that is, like, a community danger to process that this way. Listen, you you are – I listen to you. I heard Steve-ish. I, I listen to Hazmat with this whole, like, big chips, like – No, not you. You are not a community danger. No, no. <laughs> Okay. I know. I'm just saying, like, I hear everything (laughs) that you're saying because, no, you're on the same – you're coming from the same tack as Steve-ish and Hazmat and, like, Moose's person who's like, listen, you – you, like, what what was it? Like, live and let go? I don't know. She has, like, all these, like, AA, like, big chips, like, I call – you know – like these sayings, like, with the whole mental compartmentalization, which I've clearly epically failed at because I – I clearly can't mentally compartmentalize it because it's it's just something that I, I have to work on, uh, but I haven't been working on it very well. <laughs> I don't know. It's just I think it's going to be the way that it is because I think that's intrinsically, which is part of the work, I guess, in recognizing those things and then working to change yourself is a lot of work because that's pretty much how I've been my whole life. I, I There's zero filter. Right. I open up my mouth, always coming mostly from a good place I mean and then I, I I have to you know reel it back in and deal with whatever the consequences are after that yeah but it's like I agree I mean most of these people that you're putting on your Instagram seem like fucking losers like just fucking assholes and they aren't fucking like white dudes that are running around like you know they own the place and like they're fucking training for the Olympics and it's like calm the fuck down like right. run your miles and go home <laughs> like nobody is impressed by you but like I feel like you also like are not able to be like to like care like about what it's doing to you and like that's the that's the part that I think all of your friends are probably coming at you with it's like but how is this serving you? And, like, what is this doing for you? And how is it making you feel any better? 
Because I, I, I feel like at least if I yell and get it out, I don't, uh, I don't internalize it. Like, I don't, I don't go back. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's like these rants. Like, they're good to talk about and they're good to, like, puke right. it all up and get it out and do all that. But when I scream at someone, it's better than me, like, just in my head being like, fucking asshole. Like, what a fucking dick. Like, you're such a, like, just, bro, you're a fucking prick. And, like, let, and, and you know what? It, it's the things... And I, not that it needs any validating, but it's the things that I say that I walk with Moose's mom and she's like, I was thinking that I just don't say it. You say what I'm thinking. I just don't say it. I'm like, okay, I'm one of those people for better or for worse. And you know, what does it do to me? Do I not, do I sleep a little less? I never really was a great sleeper. Does it, I mean, does it, does it, can I sit here and emotionally eat all of my feelings and just like live on bread and like mashed potatoes and warm gooey comfort food and, you know, pasta and rice and lo mein and everything that's good? Like, of course I could. EB Chinese? Yeah, dude. It's, uh, you know, Zeshawan Garden. China Moon? No, I don't remember China Moon. When it was. Uh, China Moon was like only takeout. Dude. It was across from Vinny's Pizza. It was so fucking The good. only Chinese I eat is... I, I've been going to the same place in this city for... I don't even want to say how many years. But I walk in and I don't even... They don't bring me a menu. It's the same exact waitress. And I've since moved from that neighborhood yeah. so long ago. They've renovated the place so they were even closed down right. for a while. Right. And then I still wasn't there, and I walked in, and she still knows my exact order. She yeah. brings me everything. It's What's everything. the order? Uh, pepper steak, white rice, no onions, and a bowl of crispy noodles and a Diet Coke. Love. And I don't even have to say it anymore. She sees me. I wave. She waves. I pick a table. I sit down. Boom. Me noodle on 9th and 53rd, and it was the dirtiest grease hole before they started all these letter grades which is bullshit you couldn't even see in the front window it was the tiniest place I used to eat in the back with the guys who were like shucking snow peas and it, it was I mean never got <laughs> never got sick never got food poisoning it was one of those places yeah. and then they renovated because Hell's Kitchen became Chelsea as you know everything moved up and now they, like, have these giant bay windows that they can open, and it's, like, much more airy and light, and they took away, like, all this, you know, the seating for the for the old dudes that used to just sit at the table and make mounds of beans and stuff, which yeah. I kind of miss. But I, I that is the only place, that is the only Chinese restaurant I will go and eat food in this entire city. And it's right. literally been years, like, from when I lived in Hell's Kitchen in the hell right. part, which was, like... A long ass time ago, and I can't believe I even. I look back on that place and can't even believe I fucking lived in that pit hole of an armpit of the city. It was disgusting. Was it, were you by Port Authority? I was literally on the Ninth Avenue side of Port Authority, between the men's shelter and the Covenant House. Right. It was a. It, and then I found out when I moved out that on the top floor, on the tenth floor of the building was a the reason we had like this little security dude who was there like overnight was because it was a domestic violence emergency women's shelter. Oh. No one ever knew in the building. Like we could never go to like the 10th floor. It was always locked. You could never push the button. And I want to say it's probably why a lot of my clothes disappeared 
from the laundry room, which was okay. The best yes. was when I walked into the elevator and saw, you know, some woman wearing my sweatshirt. Right. And was just like, where'd you get that? She's like, what, this? I'm like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> she was like, she had no answer. I'm like, all right, well, you need it more. I was like, it's okay. You know, yeah. I have plenty, I have plenty of sweatshirts, but, uh, yeah, it was really, it was shady as fuck. It was when that place was dark and dirty and before, like, they even fixed 42nd Street over closer getting to 11. I was literally right outside the Lincoln Tunnel. Like, you could wave yeah. to my balcony as you came out of the Port Authority and circled around to head out to Jersey. And yeah. it, it, was a, it was a studio, studio, like a kitchenette, like a, yeah. like a tiny fridge, two burners, like, the couch was the bed that folded out. Right. It, right. it was, and I was coming home from jobs, like, late at night. It, and I just thought, like, who I was. Like, that was one of those times you just, you're like, nothing's going to happen to me. I'll just walk on this side of the street and I'll, you know, I look back on that now and that was, like, not smart. But, you know, live and learn. Yeah. And, uh, you know, made it to, I don't know, what was the next move? But anyway, that was the Chinese food spot. And now I won't ever eat Chinese food again in this city. And not because of, not because of that, but I don't know if I could ever do any takeout or rest. I don't know how. I don't know. I don't know. Don't roll your eyes, dude. I don't know. I'm not rolling my eyes. I'm just like. How do you do it? I mean, why do you think that the food in the supermarket is any cleaner than the food in, take, in a restaurant? If it's in a box or if it's like a dozen eggs and I take it home and I like hard boil the eggs up myself or it's. You don't eat fruit or vegetables or like. You can. Wa- I wash the shit at home and scrub the shit out of it before I eat it. I don't know. I'm fine with take. I mean, I don't do it a lot because I don't want to spend that kind of money, especially because it's all like, you know, delivery and there's like fucking ten dollars for delivery. And then now in this day and age, I feel like I have to tip the delivery yeah. driver ten bucks, and like I don't want to be an asshole with the tip. So every I've ordered out three times. It's been like fucking sixty dollars every time because it's just like so. Because I, I get enough for two meals. Because I'm like, if I'm gonna do this, right. I'm gonna get two dinners. So I get like two things, and then it's like, you know, six dollar delivery fee, and then I feel like I gotta tip the driver like ten or twelve bucks for doing it. Right. And so by the time it's like a thirty dollar meal plus tax plus delivery fee plus. Holy tip, shit! Like, what have you ordered out? I usually well I'll order from like La Scala, which is like a very old school Beverly Hills Italian restaurant, but it's really good. So I'll get like a salad and a pasta thing and a dessert, and that's <gasps> enough for two dinners. And bread. But that's like and bread. Bucks. It comes with bread. Of course it comes with bread. Of course it comes with bread. Oh, it's like legit mozzarella sticks. <laughs> I didn't get mozzarella sticks. This is probably where like Marlon Brando was eating in like 1960. Like it's like an old school good Italian place. Um... And then sometimes I'll get like vegan shit, but wow, just, six. Like, I guess so. If it, it is that, it is that expensive. That's uh, yeah. It's like okay, your meal is like thirty eight, forty bucks, and then you tack on delivery, and then tax, and then tip. It just becomes so. Point being, I don't do. I've done it like three times, and I don't mind cooking. So I go to the grocery store every couple weeks, but like. I don't really know what the real difference is. Like, it really gets into the nitty-gritty of, like, what you've decided is clean and what you've decided isn't clean. And it's different for everyone. But, like... It is, and it's so amazing. Like, I think, like, you eat, like, just to think, like, you you pop the takeout open. You use your own utensils, I'm guessing. Of course. I do not use the napkins. And you take it out of the takeout stuff and put it on your own plates? Do you eat it out of the takeout tin? No, I put it on the plate because I... It's big portions, so I don't eat all of it. Okay, that's also a problem. I would probably eat all of it in one sitting. No, you. I mean, I get like a fucking huge pasta thing and a huge salad, and it's like I, 
I think I can eat everything, but I'm actually not as huge of a person as I think I am. But <laughs> body dysmorphia 101. <laughs> but like, You're like, I can house that. <laughs> I mean, I'm not saying that I haven't eaten six gigantic cookies or like four pieces of tiramisu in one night because I have. Oh, God. But it's, do you remember Brothers Pizza? Yes, I do. That is some. That was some good Jersey pizza. That is like I asked my dad. If their Sicilian was better than their regular, actually. I liked all of it, and I liked their pasta too because they did like real traditional, like baked, like a. But that was an old school Italian family-owned yeah. business from every Mario. literally every brother. <laughs> one of the brothers was Mario. I forget the other ones. I knew so many kids in high school that worked there, like that. Yeah, oh, Brothers was the shit because Brothers was the spot before you went to Dollar Movie Night at Movie City 5. Five, exactly. Dollar Movie Night. And then you used to hang out. Remember that passageway between the front yes. parking lot and the back? And then yep. you would do, like, scary ghost shit with the cemetery that was right back there because the I cemetery was right across the street. I know the cemetery, but I didn't do the ghost shit. Yeah, you live – see, we could walk it. You live too far. I, didn't, I couldn't walk there. That, that was the crazy shit. We used to walk, and that was, like, before, like, part of it was, like, a dirt road before it got to a sidewalk. And we always used to, like, scare the shit out of each other, like, as we walked home past yeah. the cemetery. Oh, because you on, lived on the other side of Route 18. Yes, I lived on the other side of the tracks. Do we want to start, not, do we wanna mean, start that? Ugh. Do we want to start you that now? That's for another house. podcast. You lived in a bigger house than I lived in. Get the... Listen, there was, there was the other... We, we need a separate podcast for the Route 18, like, Brunswick Square Mall. Like, we, ha- we definitely have to take that deeper dive. I, I, I have a feeling, you know, Clay's going to be upset that, he, you know, this could be on the trivia. This is going to be, like, <laughs> DJ, DJ Doodlehead's trivia. <laughs> I almost said, see, now I almost said your street on... on yeah, that's okay. Uh, really? Like, it matters? I, you know, it's, it's okay. Margo, for some reason, remembers it. She's always like, they lived on... Long yeah, road. because it's a like, weird because it's a weird name road that rhymes with fuck, and uh, it's very easy. And uh, <laughs> I may end up back there if this uh, if I can't get myself a job back in my old high school. Uh, don't I? Back in my old high school bedroom. Nah, you come out here. You sleep on the couch first. Listen, yeah, I don't know. We'll see about that. But uh, yeah, so I don't know. So um, what do we? So what do we think about the market tomorrow? Like we. What's the what's the what's the fifty fifty? The over under. Yeah, what's really the over under? I don't know how that works. I don't really know what over under means. I just know it's like a betting term. Yeah, I don't know what that means either. But you know, I don't know too much about. I suck at gambling because, as you know, I'm really strong in the math. I'm good with the odds. Like a ten to one, I don't even. Fuck it. I don't really know either, to be honest. I'm bad but at gambling. I'm worried. My. What I want is for you to go to the market and to take a deep breath and wear your mask and go with your friend, Moose Mom, and whomever, and... It's just Moose's Mom and Fran. They're the only two Okay, Moose's Mom and Fran, and you go bring the puffers and get a couple things. You're not going to spend a shit ton of money, but you'll get a couple things that make you happy. Maybe you'll see a couple people, and then you'll stroll home. But what I think is going to happen is (laughs) you'll wake up to, like... A deluge of Instagram stories of you screaming at people, getting upset, not buying anything, <laughs> like being like the city is full of fucking idiots, and then going home and then like really not leaving for like two months because you're like scarred by the experience. And I'm worried about that a lot. 
know. I'd like to see you go and take a deep breath and be like, I know there's going to be people there who aren't wearing masks. I know there's going to be people there who are idiots. But I also really respect your fear of getting it because, like, I feel similarly. But, you know, I look, I went into the... Oh, I didn't actually go in. I went to the hardware store today to get a bag of soil and, like, a thing of snail repellent. And I you did have to that. repel snails? You do. They eat through all your vegetables. Really? Yeah. They're fucking... I did not know that. I actually love to watch a good snail on the beach make their way. I don't mind a snail at all. I see them after the rain, but snails and slugs will eat through your vegetable leaves. Do you you appreciate a good escargot? Absolutely not. I tried it. Absolutely not. I don't even... Oh, we need to do a list. You know what the next list could be? Most disgusting food. I have so many. Okay. We'll do a top ten. No, I don't need anything. I have serious food issues. I, That's I, what I'm saying you probably have like a huge. But no, like disgusting. Like I think there's there's food that I won't eat because I have psychological food issues. I, I really have something wrong with me. Like there's something. It, one of the many things that's probably right. probably wrong. But but the food issue is is clearly one. But I I have never ever in my life eaten a, a, a snail. I don't, I, my friends ordered it at a French restaurant, um, Valley, that's, like, famous, it's called Le Petit Trois, um, whatever. <laughs> it's too, that's way too close to Twat, like, I just don't even. Uh, it's number three, but I feel you. It's what is T-R-Y-S. it? Trois, oh, oh, like three. <laughs> oh, like a little three. Yeah, yeah okay. it's a petite twat, really small twat. <laughs> it's a really small twat. <laughs> anyway, they ordered it. I tried one. I said, no, thank you. I did the same thing with oysters. I don't like oysters. I don't like, I'm not going to ever eat a frog's leg. I mean, I don't eat meat, so yeah. there's that. Squid? But uh, what do you, uh, what the I, hell is the official name for that? Calamari. Um, yeah. Um, if it's fried to the I don't, Dude, I don't squid octopus are fucking brilliant. Have you ever watched those? Dude, I know. I know. They can get I themselves don't... out of a fucking jar, dude. They can, like, find whole... Like, they can... I don't eat octopus. I don't crawl eat out of ships. They're smart. They have, like, eight eat... brains. Do you eat... What meat do you eat? Zero. Chinese food. <laughs> it is the only... This is what I'm going to tell you. <laughs> this is what I'm going to tell you. And then we'll get off my fucking food issues. The only... It's so, this is, it's so bizarre, and somebody could dissect this. I don't know who is interested at all, but I, I'm also willing to, like, go and go deep into psychotherapy. Like, I just have no money if somebody wants to use me as, like, a bait. Yeah. But the only food I'll eat is literally my Chinese food, pepper steak, from that restaurant, no other meat. No other meat. I have been in restaurants where people have literally ordered the menu, spent... Yeah. I'm kidding you not. The bill was more than my rent for, and that's not even including the wine. Yeah. And the meat that they ate was, I don't know if it's top shelf, like alcohol top, not what, Wagyu, Wagyu, like $70 million for a piece of like steak. And that's okay. Like I'm not knocking them, but for me, I just have, I have problems with it. I, and they were like, you want to try some? I would literally sit there and I was like, just keep bringing me the bread basket. And I would literally sit at these restaurants. And after a while, like, of going, like, because we would go, you know, back and forth to me and I became like the chauffeur, which was also kind of weird, but that was okay. 
because I love the beach and I love being there and these restaurants were amazing and the people were so nice. Um, the place was a uh, grace. It was just, I mean, we went to just unbelievable restaurants and like they knew the, the chefs there, like they had like invites. Cause when you walk in and you're like, just give me everything on the menu and the ticket comes out of the thing and it's like 50 miles long, you become friends of the restaurant and they bring right. you whatever you want. And the chef comes up to your table and, you know, schmoozes with you and blah, blah, blah. Yo, this, the bread chick at this restaurant in Maine, I've eaten Galush's homemade challah is absolutely to fucking die for. This chick in Maine, her sourdough bread, I would literally, like, just pass out. It was yeah. orgasmic. I was like, I, I, and they knew that I liked it so much that the last time I was up there, before they were closing for the season, she baked me two extra loaves of bread, wrapped them up and put them in a bag to give them to me. And that was, they actually closed the restaurant. Now they're an event space and it's events at Grace on Instagram if you want to follow it. But Chef Angelique, she was the baker. Unfucking believable The bread was Yugo's in Maine, which was also a weird seafood. Like they did all this like really avant-garde type of food. And I was, it looked really amazing. It was so Instagrammable. I loved going. I was just like the photographer. They got like free social media marketing for me every time I went. Yeah. And they just kept bringing stuff that I would photograph, and then they would eat it. And my friends were like, they knew everything that I got, they got had to be photographed right. before they could eat it. And they were cool with that. And they, and my friends really understand all of my eating issues. Mm-hmm. So it's it's not like when we go out to all the you – know, not anymore, but like we go to these restaurants, I never eat and just take pictures of all the food. And right. it's And it's okay. But where were we going? You eat nothing? You eat nothing? Well, my food thing could be a whole other pocket. I really don't eat a lot. I eat like a five-year-old off the McDonald's menu. I literally eat, like... Actually, that's not even true anymore because the schmoopers have, like, a more adult palate than I do. So I can't is it a palate thing? Is it a body weight thing? No, is it's it a, a psychological... There is something wrong that I can't even... I mean, this is now completely off the topic of, like, I won't, why I won't go to the farmer's market. But um, it's it's... I can't even get the food, like, near my okay. mouth to try it. For some reason, it's, like... I have no idea. Which is okay. why there is some really deep-rooted... Right. Like psycho, and I also think it comes from like not for nothing, like being a latchkey kid and like growing up my whole life with only things you could make in the toaster oven mm-hmm. or in a pot of boiling water on the stove. I literally grew up on Oscar Mayer hot dogs, Elio's pizza, and grilled Elio's cheese sa- and grilled and grilled cheese sandwiches that were made with craft sliced singles, which isn't really cheese. Right. That some people would argue, and uh, on white bread. Right. I ate the same thing for lunch every day in school. A, a, a peanut butter on seeded rye bread because it's not really Jewish rye bread if it doesn't have the seeds that you get stuck in your teeth that take 3,000 years to get out. So I had peanut butter on rye bread and then I had like pretzels and like a juice box. Like right. that was my lunch literally every single day in school. Right. And then I wouldn't eat until I got home, which was like usually late at night. Um, and I would probably at that point have cereal in a bowl or like plain or like pasta with ketchup, (laughs) which is, I know, but that's, you know, whatever. So look, we could, my, my, my food issues are whole, I don't know how we got off on that, but what I'm just, I, I'm with you. I don't eat, I do eat some fish, which I wish I didn't, but it just feels more balanced when I do. But um, I get mad at myself when I eat it, but I don't eat any meat. I don't eat any chicken. I don't eat any cows. I don't eat small. The reason we came to this is because it. I don't. I don't eat any land meat. We were talking about takeout. 
we were talking about takeout, but you were saying octopus are like super smart. And that's what kills me about people who eat pork. Yeah. Pigs are smart. They're loving. So are cows. Yeah, absolutely. There's a, I've been to this rescue farm by me and that you hug the cows and you hug the pigs and it's unbelievable. I follow M. Crouton on Instagram. I'm obsessed with that. And I like can't ever, I think I watched, you know, there was a Netflix documentary about beef in Argentina. It was, it's the Spanish name for, wait, I think it was like carniceros or something. It was an it was a really interesting documentary because I'm obsessed with Chef's Table. Like now we could also go completely off topic. I've watched every episode like multiple times, and there was a really good like spinoff of that about like the meat industry, which should have come with an absolute trigger warning when they like had this horrendous butchering scene, which is like, no. and I was like, whoa! I lost my shit, and I was like, oh my god. If everybody watched that, I think nobody would ever eat no. meat again. Or maybe they would. I don't know. Maybe other people are desensitized like that. To they're desensitized to, like, wearing masks. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. All right. So, I don't want... Okay. What are you going to do about the farmer's market? I don't... I'm scared that we're going to get to two hours and then you're going to be like... No, it's I not two hours. Okay. I'm, no, we're totally releasing it and don't panic. And I know it's, like, 20... Uh, over here, it's, like, 20 to 11. And I'm still going to have to wait to see if this kid's off the roof. And then I'm going to have to, like disinfect the doorknobs and put your mask on I think I'm gonna go I think I really I'm not sure and I'm not sure if I'm gonna take the talk just because he's already been out for an hour I mean I could always take him but then I mean I'm gonna be back for an hour they're not gonna go until like eight ish right we're back in by seven by the time what I'd love love to see I would like to see you go just because I'm curious (laughs) (laughs) you're like this will make great content this will be an interesting Instagram story to do I live Instagram it or do I put it in my stories that's the question I would like you to put in your stories because I I don't know whatever you want to do I think I'm gonna go I think you know I look I, I I mean, what I'd love to see for you and not specific to the farmer's market is like, I'd like, I'd love to see you be able to get out for like a late afternoon, early evening walk with Kircher. To go where though? Like, where are we going? Like, to where? get some fresh air. I have the roof. We go up to the but roof. Like, and it's safe. And it's like, why? I mean, he, it's also less stairs you've, for him. You've, you've done, you'll, you'll feel maybe like you've done something. Like, you'll feel a little bit better. I don't know. Like, are you going crazy being locked in your apartment all day? No, no. I'm really not. Like, you know what's me? No, I'm not going crazy. What honestly makes me crazy is the fact that I don't have a job. Like, that's more terrifying. Like, to be completely honest, the fact that I have no, that I will Sunday, because somebody told me that it's easier to apply for unemployment on a Sunday, I've been getting kicked off. I've been try. I have not been able to log on. It's, the system is a disaster. And... Fuck. It's it's just not it's overwhelmed, dude. It's like yeah. thirty million. There's nine million people in this city. Like everybody's ever as the days go on, more and more people are getting screwed. And like it's just so I'm gonna try to go on Sunday. That's the fear. Like I I mean honestly, I can just like I can keep myself busy. I can watch yeah. I, I can watch Netflix. I can watch Despicable Me seven hundred times. I can have that on in the background while I'm doing art, painting, cutting out like you know, poetry or like, I'm really fine with like, would I rather be out like around people and like going, of course, like, but I'm, I have no problem. The problem is going down that 
rabbit hole of how long can I really do this? Like, what do I do for a job? Like, when do I really, do I even start look? am I, should I be looking now for full-time work? Like, is anybody, even, how do you even think anybody, who's hiring right now? Like, everybody is still letting people go. Yeah. I mean, it doesn't hurt to look, but I don't, I, it would hurt. I, I can't imagine it's like a robust market. It wasn't robust before the shit started. Yeah. That was yeah. the problem. I was, I was unemployed before COVID hit. And then it was like, I was just starting. Like, I was like, okay, maybe I'll get the contract work back with the peeps. Like maybe there'll be, you know, this opportunity. And then it just, the bottom felt like for a lot of people, the bottom just falls out. Yeah. So am I more fearful of going out? I'm totally fine sitting here. I am very fortunate. I say this all the time. I have a I have a, a huge apartment for this city. Yeah. I have I am not complaining about my living space. Not right. one fucking bit. I have a couch. I have an art. Ta- I have two art tables. I have a kitchen. I have a bedroom. I have a bathroom. I have like sh- shelter over my head. I really, in that regard, I do try to keep it all in perspective. I know I'm a crazy lunatic at screaming at people, but there is a perspective that I do have. Like, I am grounded in reality. Like, I'm not a complete and total, like, you know, asshole. Like, I I get that I have it. I have air conditioning. I mean, but that costs, to turn on my air conditioner costs money. To, like, turn my lights on costs money. To go to the farmer's market costs money. Like, I don't, it's, I don't buy a lot. I don't need a lot. Like, uh, you know, it's also want versus need. You, you know, it's it's always been like that for me. I'm very frugal. I'm cheap as fuck. Like, there's a certain things that I spend money on, like sneakers and bat. You know, I have things. Everybody has their thing. Michelle watches. But, well, that was a one-time purchase. <laughs> but I love watch. I mean, shit. I have, like, what is that, like, what is that saying about beer pocket tape? I have, like. Uh, oh, uh, champagne lifestyle and a beer budget or something Something like that i have less than a beer budget i don't i can't even afford like fucking schlitz like there's like none of that's happening but it's okay like it's totally it's totally fine i'm really and i have my health and you know it's it's fine it really i don't take anything for granted which is why to come back to everything do i fuck with it and just go to the farmer's market to go to the farmer's market just to go the reason to go would be for it to improve your mental health. The reason not to go would be for it to... Fuck my mental health. Fuck your mental health and make you feel nervous that you're going to get sick. I know. I just, like, you go... I'm, I'm really in awe of people that honestly, like, go out and, like, do things like that because you have to live. Like, I get it. You have to go to the supermarket. You have to go get soil. You have to take care of the snail problem. You have to yeah. do yeah, those but- things. To your point here, it's easier. We're transporting ourselves around in our own little boxes. Um, so that's easier. Uh, you know, I, I don't know. We have a lot more outdoor space than you guys have. There's, you know, 100 parks. No, that's an exaggeration. But there's 20 parks within three miles. Yeah, I think you also have more conscientious people, more socially minded, like, people no, who are... Not necessarily. They're, we're just a lot more spread out. Like Yeah, the concentration of dickheads is not as tight. Yeah. yeah, so I don't know. I, But I think, you know, I'm probably, for some people, I'm probably risking it too much. I'm, I go to the grocery store every two weeks. I see a couple friends here and there. I, I think you're um, fine. I think you're fine, and I think I would, if I were out there or had that opportunity, I'd probably be a lot more like you. I would be a lot more relaxed about venturing venturing out i think it's just it is it's all like 
location based, like everything in life, location, location, location. And I think that, uh, I also think interestingly, our mayor has been a lot stricter with guidelines. So our mayor is like there, he put, he's, nobody is leaving it up to each other. He's like, this is what we're doing. This is what's open. This is how you can use it. The beach is open, but you can swim or you can run. And where's your ultra? Where's your ultra orthodox Hasidic community that gives zero fucks and runs around in like groups of seven thousand? They're not that far from me, but to be honest, I haven't driven through. I'd have no reason to go over there, but they're only a couple miles. But down are the they road. doing? Are they on the news for like holding their long bomer like celebrations of like? I haven't seen it. Yeah. I don't know. But they're also again like they are they live in the same neighborhood and they're all together and some of them have big houses some of them all share like duplex it like i don't know what's going on over there it's um, crazy Here, i'm yeah. sure they are i'm sure they are de blasio is like punted it it's just it's 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 horrible it's yeah. really bad and it's like what can you do it is up to every it really is up to every individual and i think mm-hmm. Unfortunately, in a global pandemic, like you're dealing with individuals that are on the entire spectrum. Like it's really totally. there's no accounting for that. And it's sad in a way that there's no like in it for humanity type of like, let's just fucking mm-hmm. crush this thing and let the scientists do their work. And let's just but look where we are. I mean, it's how could it? it's I don't know. I still have, look, I'm not giving up. There's still uh, you still got to have hope like there's you know, it's. The reality is that this is not forever. And I'm not saying that it's not going to take a lot of people out who didn't deserve to be taken out before it ends. And who knows? It could be me. It could be someone I care and love. God forbid. God forbid. But I'm not saying it's going to be over and everything's going to be fine. It's going to kill a lot of people. But it is going to be over. And there are things about this period of time that, like, I actually hope don't change. Or I hope change the way that I look at things. And so... And a lot of other people. And a lot of other people, yeah. So, like, I don't know. If you think you're going to the farmer's market and, like, lose your shit and come back a nervous wreck and have a tickle in your throat and think you have COVID, then I don't know. <laughs> but if you think you I'm coming back with a fucking black and white cookie. If I go out to the farmer's market, I'm yeah. coming back with a motherfucking black and white fucking cookie. My boy better be there with his fucking cookies and... Worth it to me. Black and white's the best. That's... And the rainbow ones. Dude, the ramp Hungarian pastry shop is actually open, but I have to climb up a hill to get there, and they're crowded. They have the O'Ridge marzipan rainbow cookies. Like it's oh, just the best. The, oh, oh, now you're God. killing me. All right, now we're now we're gonna end it. We got kicked off the the jam. But what happened? So now you get ones off head I don't know but I don't know what the new because I didn't think I was cool enough for IGTV I haven't even looked at that like it bumped my video to like IGTV but I got the warning that like they recognized my Sony music which I've never seen before I posted it to my story I'm gonna go you gotta go look at it because it's it's really weird I want to take a deeper dive into that because it didn't on hashtag love yourself it didn't get posted to the story it went to I don't think it got posted to IGTV either, but it said, like, post to IGTV. And I thought that IGTV was only if you had, like, over 10,000 followers. Because what I... No, anyone can do it. It's just a long video. No, I think if you need to go an hour or something, you need, like, a minimum number. I don't know. I, I When it first came out, that was the parameter. I don't know. They may have changed it. 
I think anyone can do it. It's like if your video is longer than an hour. But you can't start an IG like I can't start an IGTV video. Oh, you can't? No, it go no. I have to figure. I gotta mess around with it. I'll I'll play around you with it tomorrow. It in your IGTV, I saw it. Oh, you did? I think so. I got some weird message, a longer one that said your content has been. I remember, I was like, go fuck yourself. Yeah, I know. Fuck your white list. Fuck your pink list, black list, whatever list. I don't want right. a list. That's all part of the fun of the jam. Right. It is part of the fun. Find the jam. It, it's like it is like a chase. It's like where does the jam end up? We have multiple. I, like the, I just I worry that if it ends off of Instagram, people are like my mom was like, "Huh? huh how do I mute my video? I gotta figure it out. I gotta go. I gotta get my walk in. Then I gotta download. I'm like, this is not gonna be. Good. <laughs> oh my god. I know. Well, listen, it is what it is. I'll set up 87 burner accounts. It's fine. <laughs> 9,000 Gmail addresses. I'm going to start writing them all down so I can remember what's okay. what. But we're, we're, good with the, we're good with the backup. All right. So we got the – we'll do the list of the top ten the next time, and then we'll also do, like, the most disgusting food since we started to dive into yeah. that. That's good. Um, when is your birthday? Oh, uh, the same day that uh, I told you before. All right. Shut it down, Franklin. Let's go. Take it home. Okay. Well, if you know Randy's birthday, Dude. hit me up at Franklin. I know that it's in September. It's not. <laughs> but it could be August. It could be August, too. I know it's August or September, so I know that. What are you, like, so, checking my, like, chakra sign? No, I remember from your Instagram last year, and I think my mom told me. I don't know. That said, and I know you, I, I'm pretty confident you're a Virgo. This is not so, the end of the podcast. No. So if you do know Randy's birthday 100%. I, you know I'm cutting this out. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> and the fucking podcast. No. Come on. This guy. Hold on. <laughs> He's over it too. <laughs> I love how they sleep like that. That's a pit so bull good. thing. That is. Kircher does not thing. sleep. Kircher is like curled up on his side, like very dainty <laughs> and delicate. This motherfucker's like, eh. I know. He's thick in here. <laughs> he doesn't care. He's like, zero All fucks. Right. I'm out. All right, fine. If you know Randy's birthday, hit me up at Franklin, F-R-A-N-Q-L-1-N. <laughs> Vir- I know it's Virgo territory. I just don't exactly know when. I'm going to scroll through my Instagram and find out because I remember it from last Get year. Get closer to the Frank. microphone. Anyway, Frank. <laughs> Lean more to the left. Anyway, hit Randy up at Doodleheads. Also at hashtag love yourself, hashtag spelled out. Is it yourself you are? Yes. Hashtag spelled out, you, love yourself, you are, S-E-L-F, at Small Pencil Club. These are all handles that the jam could appear on. The jam every night, 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 p.m. Pacific. Join us to jam out, chat, do other things, enjoy it. Learn more random shit about everybody. Learn more random shit about everyone. It's pretty fun. Shout out to MB, Kaylee. Yeah, you know everybody. Anna. The Dirty Jers didn't show up tonight. He's MIA. Wong, obviously. Kill me if I don't shout the Wongster out. Scrabble Queen. Mr. Martini. Hamburger Jakey. All the Dig people. it. We got everybody. Carolyn. We got... Carolyn. Galoosh. We got them from everywhere. Galoosh. Coming from we every got, angle. We got Dig It. We got everyone. 
Blue. We got everybody? Blue. I got blue. If I forgot someone, it's just because I'm old and was drinking margarita, not because they're not great. <laughs> I need a mojito in my life. All right. Good okay. job. All right. I'll uh, check in with you tomorrow. Brighton. Oh, you'll be sleeping while I'm at the market because it'll, it'll be five in the crack of lack of dawn by you. I know. I'm going to. It'll give you really wake up nervous. TV. To I'm sleep gonna through it. I'm going to be nervous as hell when I wake up. Sleep through <laughs> I'd be like, oh shit, she's screaming. I can hear her from here. (laughs) Put a mask on. Why don't you put a mask on? Yes. All right, I'm not going to yell at all tomorrow. I'm not going to yell at one person. Do what you need to do. I'm good. I'm good. All right, right, we'll chug on your peeps, wash your hands, peace and hair cream. We out. Okay.